Remember how intimidating it was to start investing? Now you can make it easier for the new investors in your life with the new Schwab Starter Kit. When they open an account, they'll get $101 to split across five of the largest U.S. stocks, plus tons of other helpful resources. It's Investing 101 Reimagined. To learn more about Schwab Starter Kit, go to schwab.com slash starter kit. Hey, this is Cole Harrington. Hi, Cole. Thanks for calling me. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> Quite a bit of pain, but just trying to get through it. I'm Andrew Thien, and this is Beat Check with the Oregonian. Up next, a conversation with Cole Harrington, the 20-year-old seaside surfer who survived what was likely a great white shark attack on the Oregon coast on December 6th. The Oregonian and Oregon Live's Noel Crombie talked to Harrington as he recovers from the attack. He's at Legacy Emanuel Medical Center in North Portland. Friends told Harrington the shark clamped onto his right leg and foot and dragged him underwater. Crombie asked Harrington what he remembers about the attack, how he's faring, and he talked about why he plans to get back on his surfboard once he's healthy. Here's their conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear I'm sorry to hear that you're in pain. I'm happy that you've survived your encounter though. Yeah, me too. So I appreciate I appreciate you making some time for me. I'll try not to take too much of your time this morning. I wondered if you could tell me, uh, walk me through what happened on on Sunday. You know, you were out with some friends. Uh, what? So can you walk me through the plan and and how that evolved? Yeah, just a uh, you know just normal day. Seen the surf forecast and figured there'd be some fun ways. So. Went out to the point, hopped in the water, and uh, there was two people that I knew that were in the water. Uh, my buddy Travis and my friend Clarice, and uh, Travis caught one from the peak in. I caught a couple waves, and then I was just sitting at the top waiting for the next set of waves to roll in. And then Clarice is behind me, and there was some other guy named Casey that I'd never met before, but he yelled for me out. And, uh, yeah, I was just sitting there waiting, and then before I knew it, I just you know got hit really hard. and kind of blacked out for a second there because the next thing I remember is grabbing my board and, you know, you know, just saying I didn't want to die and asking them to help me and paddling a sessor kid in for the rocks. And But I guess Casey and Clarice said they seemed to come uh, from the rocks behind me and bit onto me and then, like, kind of merged up out of the water and then back in and then uh, my board popped up and then immediately I hopped on it and that's when I remember just, you know, asking for help and swimming as fast as I could for the rocks. Then uh, my buddy Travis was trying to keep me calm, and I pushed myself into a wave and rode it up into the rocks, and I kind of crawled myself out of the whitewash uh, as much as possible. And then I was telling them that you know I need my leash to be taken off the board and wrapped around my leg immediately. And that's when Casey got a stick and uh, helped twist the leash multiple times so it cut off circulation. And then uh, Clarice ran and got her phone and called 911 to get the medics to start coming out there. And then she used her tank top to tie off the stick. And Lauren, Travis, Casey, some other guy, and uh, Paris all uh, carried me from the point back towards the Cove parking lot, which is where the medics met me about uh, three-fourths of the way, or about a quarter up that trail if you're going out to the point, but three-fourths of the way coming back from the point to the Cove. And uh, then they put me on a log and sort of cut my wetsuit off and put another tourniquet on me. And then, uh, yeah, at that point, they uh, moved me on to like, a little stretcher thing that everybody could help carry and you know, put me into the ambulance to rush me off to Astoria. 
So you had gone out alone that day, and then you just happened to meet up with some people, or had you all planned to go out together? You know, I went out alone, and then I just, you know, there's there's usually people that are going to be out there surfing that wave when they're swelling the water, so you know, I went out and then ended up running into a couple of friends that I knew out there. Was uh, What was the forecast for the surf that day? Uh, it was 10 feet at 11 seconds with a west-southwest swell. So, so a good day, a good day to get out there. Yes, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the best swell, but yeah, it, was, it had some size and it was it was fun, but wasn't nothing too crazy. How long had you been out that uh, that day before you before you had this encounter with the shark? Uh, probably about forty five minutes. I'd say. So you didn't see anything coming at you. Mm-mm. Did you hear? No. Did your friends? No, they. I guess, I don't know, I have to talk to Carissa, but I think she was trying to say something right before it hit me, like somebody saw the shadow and it coming up behind me, but it was just too late, and then it was just attacked, and by the time I knew what was going on, you know, I just felt throbbing pain in my foot, and I could kind of see blood coming up, so I just grabbed my board and, you know, took off towards the rocks to try to get out of the water as fast as possible. So, Cole, at what point did you realize that you, your leg was in the mouth of a shark? That's kind of hard to say. <laughs> I think uh, when I was paddling, I could just feel that something was, you know, wrong with my foot. I didn't really see anything or could tell. I just knew that uh, something hit me. I knew something attacked me. And, you know, immediately, you know, your head goes to shark, which, of course, it was. So it, just, uh, it was probably right after it let go of me and swam off. You know, I knew something was pretty bad. I just was, you know, praying that it wasn't coming back to try to bite me again, which luckily it didn't. So, and then... I, once I got on the rocks, I looked down, and I seen my ankle was sliced wide open, and there was blood coming out, so I knew we had to get off the circulation, try to get me in. Uh, so you never saw the the shark? No. Yeah. You, it came from behind me. I was looking out to see, and it came right behind me. Wow. Uh, and, and were you pulled under the water? Was there a point at which your your whole body was underwater? I don't really remember. You, Casey, I can give you Casey's number. He kind of, he saw what happened from the back. I kind of blacked out and it was just like, I remember getting hit and then I was on my board paddling for the rocks. Mm. Everything in between that's kind of blurry to me. Like, I really don't remember all that much. Uh, and this so. was mo- this was like a flash, right? This this took place in seconds, it sounds like. It was moments. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so. It was really quick. So when the shark released you, you 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 surf you were at the surface and you were you grabbed your board and were paddling for the shore. Is that right? Yeah, I paddled yeah, straight for the rocks. How far uh, off the coast were you when when this happened? Um, I was, shoot, I don't know, probably about like thirty yards off the rocks, twenty yards, twenty thirty yards off the rocks, and then you walk down that cobblestone walkway, and it's like a half mile out there. Okay. Half mile to the point break. Um, and, and so you had to, the, the, how deep would you say the water was underneath you? Oh, I don't know. Okay. That's how, that's how it says, yeah. Decently deep for waves, probably 10 feet. Okay. I don't know, yeah, okay. 10, 12 feet. Did, the, did your friends t- tell you how large the shark was? Could they estimate how big it was? Did they see? Yeah, my buddy said he saw the fins. Or, well, that Casey guy said he saw the fins, and it had, like, two and a half foot fins. Said it, said it was probably, like, you know, maybe, like, a 
10, 12 foot great white. Wow. So, uh, I mean, it's, uh, and I, you're probably still absorbing this whole thing, but I mean, how does it, how, what, how does it feel to have, have come through this experience? These are pretty rare attacks and, and, uh, yeah. how do you feel about having gotten through this? Uh, no, <laughs> it's still weird to me right now. So like, just keeps playing back in my head and it's like almost, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to hard to take it in because you never think you're gonna be the one that actually gets bit by a shark. But for it to actually happen, it's pretty pretty surreal. And I don't know. I'm not gonna let it affect me. You know, surfing is my passion. I want to do that until I leave the surf. So I'll be right back in the water once I heal up. And I'm getting a lot of support from the community. So I really appreciate everyone. Yeah, it sounds like you've heard from some well-known surfers or folks who are in the surfing community. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the locals. Yeah, okay. How long, your mom says you've been surfing for about three years. Yeah, about four years, three to four years. Is that a, is that a popular spot? I mean, for you, do you, is that a place where you typically go? Yeah, it's not popular for everybody, though. It's It's like a, it's a localized area. It's not like, it's kind of held down by the locals because it's, you know, a pretty special spot for us to go to, so... The Cove is more so like Portlanders, but out there it's a little more aggressive. You don't just get to go out there and surf the wave unless you put in work, put in time. To at at the point, you're saying, where you were. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah. Did you feel the skin of this shark, by the way? I guess they have a very distinctive, their skin feels very distinctive. Do you remember anything about that? No, I don't. No, okay. Um... Gosh, I, I really appreciate your time. Anything else that you, any other thoughts you have on this, Cole? Mm, I just want to say thank you to everybody that helped get my mom out here. And she's doing a great job taking care of me and supporting me. And just, I thank everybody for uh, the money they've donated to help me get through this tough time. Okay. I, I hope you get better quickly and that you're able to get back on your surfboard. Uh, soon. I, I appreciate your time this morning, Cole. Mm-hmm. Take care. Yeah, no problem. All right. Bye-bye. Take okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Beat Check with the Oregonian. I shared a link to Noel's story in the episode notes. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. Until next time.